light out. For some reason, whatever blood pressure medicine I'm on, I have to take a shit real quick. And I don't like using, hate using public restrooms. Yeah. I had to use a public restroom at the park. And it's hard to squat down, hold the dog by the leash because there's no door in the goddamn stall. <laughs> and I'm like, only this crap could happen to me, you know. Thank God it was a clean break, clean wipe, out, you know. So we're live, buddy. We are live. Okay, already. We haven't uh, – the hard line is we're waiting for him to get on there. He's in his luxury apartment, so uh, we will bring him on uh, momentarily. But, uh, Fisha, I want to – let's jump into some NFL stuff. Uh, you know, one of the things that you you, you said is you, you think there's old men in the NFL that are starting to crap the bed. They're crapping the bed. They're, they're, they're crapping the bed. I mean, look, look, at, look at this decision by Tom Brady. What do I do right here? You know? <laughs> Stay married to your these these it's got two buttons there, like a like a nuclear buttons. Stay married to your rich supermodel wife or lose to Mr. Trubisky and PJ Walker and he's sitting there <laughs> with the sweat pouring down his head. You know, so um it it's it's nuts. Uh, it is it's one meme we have going on, and I'll take you out of that one. And here <laughs> this is Aaron Rodgers at the end of the Washington Commander game. <laughs> the Packers season in one photo. He's got his head down like, please. Look at he looks like he's ready for Deshaun Watson to give him a massage, doesn't he? <laughs> right. There he is. Hard, yeah. Hard, Hardline is with us, so so that's good. So uh, so Hardline, we're 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 talking about um, Brady and Rogers, as Fish says, crapping the bed. You know, I, I'm I'm not so sure that Brady and Rogers are to blame for their team's bad starts. I mean, I mean. Brady, to me, still has a good sidestep and a quick release. Um, his line and his receivers, they stink. Rodgers doesn't have Devontae. I, I still think that Fish's prediction that Rodgers will be a Raider next year makes sense. And I don't think it would make sense if he was if he was crapping the bed. So That's not, that's uh, not my prediction. It's a possibility. I think Derek Carr will probably keep the job. But there's two other guys I want to bring in this equation. We'll get, we'll get Hard's uh, – what's up, Hardline? How you guys doing this morning? Good. Good morning. Both of you. Um, Matt Ryan just got benched for the season for Sam Ellinger, Hookham yeah. Horns, and Matt Stafford, four of the oldest guys in the league daily, are not playing well. You're right. Brady and yeah. Rodgers. Rodgers has two rookie receivers. You can hear him say to Romeo Dobbs, you read his lips, what the fuck are you doing? Right? <laughs> and then Brady, when Mike Evans dropped that long bomb. Oh, my gosh. Carolina game, that was a precursor. All I got to say is this. I'm just happy because I'm such a football junkie and I let Hardline talk. The two guys that really excelled in all the spring football I watched are P.J. Walker and Taylor Heineke, and they both had really good games. Yeah. And, and it just proves you there's talent out there. Everyone says, why do you watch the USFL, the XFL, all these spring leagues? Because there's yeah. guys out there that don't get a chance, yeah. and people deserve second chances. Yeah. Hardline, go for it. What are you thinking? Uh, so in regards to the Packers, I'm not surprised. You know, look, we talked about this earlier uh, the last few months, I thought that they were going to be a crap team, but they were going to be the best team in a bad division. And right now they're still kind of up there, uh, depending on they might be almost tied with the Bears now because the Bears won last night. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think right now it's the Vikings that are running it. But I still don't have a lot of trust in the whole uh, situation with the Vikings. We'll see kind of where they go, but they usually tend to crap out towards the end. Uh, in terms of Tom Brady, look, I you know, we talked about this last week. I told you his personal life is really affecting what he does. Yes, the offensive line could be better, but there's a lot of passes that he normally would make 
that he's not making right now. There's things that he's doing that he normally wouldn't do, trying to fit the ball into certain windows that he normally wouldn't or he would check down or different things. Uh, you know, Fish and I, and you talked about this going into the season, which was what was the team going to be like with Todd Bowles as the head coach now? You know, they decided to go with Todd Bowles instead of Brian, Byron Leftwich. And uh, I, I forgot the and, – and Bruce Arians is now – what is he, a, a football advisor or, or president advisor for the club? I mean, there's a lot of questions moving forward. I don't think – the bar. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't – I can't – I can see Brady trying to go another year. Would it be worth it? No, especially with everything that he has going on in the background. I think that, look, I'm a big proponent of going out the John Elway or the Jerome Bettis way. Go out on top. When you're the best, you know, you won the championship, let it go. Two years ago when he won that championship, he should have just left. He had, he had the perfect storybook, storybook ending. He went to a different team. He did it his way. He won the championship. And instead, he came back to losing to Matt Stafford. And now it doesn't even look like maybe they'll even back into the playoffs this year. And if he misses the playoffs this year, you know, that's another question of do you blow up the team? I know, you know, you got Chris Godwin on that contract. Mike Evans is down there. Uh, Leonard Fournette, they've got talent. I wouldn't say that they don't have talent in terms of wide receiver court. Even with the bad Julio Jones, it's still, you know, a, a decoy. But what I will say is there's there's passes that he's just not making that he normally would. Plus, he's also going to ha- have to face the best divorce attorney in Florida that Giselle just hired. So he, he does have some. I'm sure there's some emotional and psychological stuff going on there. All right. So let's talk about the three moments of the NFL weekend that stood out to us. Fish, go for it. Okay, I'm quick. Um, I don't yeah, know. Everybody said that about you, yes. <laughs> hey, personal secrets. Um, I don't know why the national media doesn't give the New York Giants any love or Daniel Jones. I saw uh, – who do you trust more um, with Michael Irvin and Stephen A. Smith? They trust Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott more right now than Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is making great decisions. Brian Dable is coach Tua, Jalen Hurts, and Josh Allen, and made them all better quarterbacks. The Giants are playing very good football right now, and the reason is because of Daniel Jones, who has, okay, David Sills and Richie James as his wide receivers. He doesn't have Gallup and CeeDee Lamb that Dallas has hard line. He doesn't have Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown that Philly has right now. Give the Giants love. That's one. Two, go look at your highlights of Mahomes, and look at your highlights of Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow threw a touchdown pass to Jamar Chase that only maybe Dan Marino and Johnny Unitas could could pull off or, or, or maybe Peyton Manning. Three, okay, the fact that the two and four Raiders are only a game out of a playoff spot, and we talk about how bad Harlem NFC South is, this is, a, again, we talked about this. The parody is so great that you're keeping shitty teams alive with bad records. All right, Hardline, give us your three. Uh, so the first one is common sense is common sense. Look, I'm an analyst guy. I love numbers, but at the end of the day, common sense is common sense. Uh, for McDaniels, I don't understand why you don't kick that field goal, uh, in the, in the Minnesota, I mean, the Miami Dolphins game, kick, kick the field goal, take the three. I don't care what the analytics say points are points, no matter how you get them. Uh, number two would be that, look, uh, there is a lot of, Question, I wouldn't say questions. The, the Jets keep winning. The Jets find ways to keep winning. It's great to see this, you know, for a team that a lot of us wrote off, especially at the beginning of the year, coming together. I think they got the right choice in, in Sauce Gardner, taking him with that uh, first-round pick. 
that defense is definitely legitimate. It, the offense just needs to step up, and, and it's sad what happened to Brees Hall being out for the season. Uh, the third thing is, again, as much as Fish loves Jimmy Garoppolo, there are games that he has to win that he's still not winning. And and look, that's a game that you got to win. That's a game that you have to win against the against the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs to make a statement. There's certain statement games that you got to win. That was one of them. Uh, the jury's still out on him. I, 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 I disagree with thousand percent. The guy goes to Green Bay two years in a row and outplays Aaron Rodgers. He's thirty-seven and eighteen as a starter. Is he better than Derek Carr and Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan? Yes. The Chiefs are on fire right now. They probably might be the best yeah. team not named Buffalo Bills. You're right. I don't want to sit in there saying what you're saying is not dis- you're not being disingenuous. Is Jimmy Garoppolo better than half the quarterbacks in the league? Yes, he is. He's better than Trey Lance, who can't get on the field. He's better than Justin Fields right now, who threw for 171 yards last time, getting hot over this. Oh, he's the next coming because he can run the ball. He had a bad game, right? I still have them at three and four winning that division. Yeah. Okay. No, they'll, cool. they'll still they'll still win a division. I still think that they're the better team in the NFC. I mean, the NFC West. I mean, that's not saying much this year because the NFC West isn't that great of a division as it was last year. But there are still games that look he he can beat Aaron Rodgers and keep getting to an NF, a, a AFC a, a, sorry an NFC Championship game. But at some point, you got to get back over the hump. Okay. Wait. One, one thing, Dave. I want Dave to jump in on this. Kyle Shanahan is the most overrated coach in the NFL. 0-27 in games, he's up down by five points going into the fourth quarter. It's top in the history of the league. You saw the way he was offensive coordinator in that debacle between the Falcons and the Patriots a few years ago where he blew that. He had 11, up 17-7 in the fourth quarter. He goes, he has Garoppolo's having a great game. It's 17 yards, all right? A lot of it's coaching. I'm sorry, it is. Uh, it is. I'd agree with you. I would I would unleash him a bit there. Okay. Let me throw out my three here. Seahawks, Kenneth Walker. To me, he just he made Seattle really legit. What an afternoon. He had 168 yards rushing, including a 74-yard score. Uh, and that ended the Chargers, to me, who look lost. Uh, and get this, he was the 42nd pick in the draft last year. That, what does that tell you about some teams missing it? Uh, I'm going to agree with you on Joe Burrow. I think Burrow and Lamar Chase, they look like they're not scary. I mean, they're scary for everybody. They don't look like they're scared anymore. Uh, Deron Harmon from the Raiders with that pick six to clinch the Raiders. When I could hear the sigh of relief coming from Vegas when I saw that. I was like, okay, thank you. It's over. And then the third thing for me was the Browns have an illegal motion penalty while setting up for a tying field goal. And no one seemed to move. So I'm still trying to figure out why that was a penalty. I don't know that he was going to make a, I think he was going to make a 55 yarder and ended up being a 60 yarder and got blocked, but it was just, just keep adding the stuff on for the Cleveland Browns as far as ridiculousness. So those are my three. Hey, well, John, I can tell you why they got that penalty because Cade York wouldn't sign that autograph for the referee. That's right. That's right. They're actually, they're actually investigating the chef, uh, the ref uh, for doing that. The NFL is. Yeah. That's great. He's a All thousand right. percent. He's a thousand percent right hard line. I'm watching that Miami game. You gotta you gotta take the points. Go up 1910. Yeah. I was shocked. You know, guys like him, Hardline, do you agree real quick? Do you think guys like him, McDaniel, and Brandon Staley of the Chargers that always goes for it on fourth and two at his own twenty-eight? I think that's damaging to the team. Do you think this hard line? 
And I think that's it, it's a good way to cost you a job. Absolutely. Look, I mean, the common sense is just common sense. And there's certain situations where you know when you have to punt, you know when you go for the field goal, if you trust your field goal kicker. And, and I put that as a preface because this year has been a lot of missed field goals or extra points. Um, and, and that's a whole different subject. But look, I, I like the analytics. I get, look, you take a chance earlier on, you see what happens. But in certain situations, points are points and they're hard to come by in, in the NFL. Take the points where you can get them play good defense, see what happens after that. It's not complicated. Absolutely. Analytics are, you know, are, you know, they got to be used at various times, not all the time. Anyway, folks, welcome to Daily Fish coming to you from Vegas and Myrtle Beach. I'm John Daly. He is Eric Fishneider. We also have The Hardline with John Hardison from the Cost of Winning podcast and all of his sports betting advice. We will have his upcoming bets coming up on the show here. Plus, we have plenty of sports entertainment and some politics Folks, you got questions or comments, drop them in the chat box. Or if you're not watching us live, email us at dailyfish1 at gmail.com. All right, next topic. Is Bryce Harper the next Mr. October? Fish? I, I, I love the guy because we, you and I, before Hardline became a regular on the show, had a heated discussion. You didn't, you, oh, he's a, you sign a guy like that, you can't sign. And he's like, you sign an MVP, then go. I love Bryce Harper. I love his attitude. I love the fact, I don't think he's a great locker room guy. And he's injured a lot. But when Michael K says Aaron Judge is before the, the series, before they got in their first playoff series, is the next Reggie Jackson, Aaron Judge hit 134 in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Bryce Harper hitting a two-run homer in the bottom of the eighth to close them out is huge. That's a Reggie Jackson moment. Is he Reggie Jackson? No, but it's a Reggie Jackson moment. Go for it, hard line. Uh, you know what? That's big shoes to fill, especially being a Yankees fan. No, I'm not going to say he's Reggie Jackson. Look, Bryce Harper's a good guy, but he's got to close when the moment's at his highest peak, and he hasn't gotten there yet. You know, we'll, we'll make that judgment once he gets into the World Series. But Reggie's got how many rings on his finger? What do you have? Two from the Oakland A's and what? Two from two or three from the Yankees. So at this point, you know, it's it's a great story. It's a great, uh, you know, leaving once the Nationals won that World Series. You know, he wasn't on that team and he went to the Phillies and, you know, all the things that he's gone through, going through Girardi, getting this new skipper now being here. I mean, it's a, it's a great story. It's just got to end in the swan song, but you got to close. I mean, at the end of the day, you got to finish at the top. And, and until that happens, it's hard to say. Yeah, you know, I, I would I would agree. I, I, I'd like to see him have a few more World Series under his belts. I mean, Reggie Jackson had six World Series appearances in the 1970s. That's why he was Mr. October, and plus he came through. And so it's, uh, but at the same time, too, I still can't understand why they didn't bring Hader in to face him in the in the bottom of the eighth inning. To me, you left the right-hander in there, and I, Hader's sitting, he's waiting in the bullpen. I just couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe that. That might have been different. Now, he's still, and and I, I'll, I'll, I'll give him credit, because I think Bryce Harper couldn't, can hit a left-hander, and he can hit it the other way, so. Anyway, I, I, hey, that, that's, yes. go so I got one question for you. If, and this is going for Fish because Fish is an L.A. guy, if Harper doesn't win this World Series, right, does he start to get the title of, of another of one of your heroes, a tragic magic type of idea? No, he's, he's in the league 11 years, but, I mean, he's, he, he's carrying the team through the playoffs. It's only – it's not – the problem with the uh, – the problem with John – John, go back to John Hader. The haters – We'll say it's analytics. You know, I hate against analytics. I hate, you hear that fucking word, I go crazy. Why no. are you mad? What do you want to take games this year? I know. I'm mad because it's nine straight years in the fucking playoffs. I'm so pissed off. I'm cursing 
And the, and the manager says, I use analytics. And we won the World Series in 2020. Yeah, you played 58 games. I don't want to go. I don't want to waste our time talking about that. No. Bryce Harper's doing everything he can. That You know, they have a limited payroll there. Schwarber, the whole team's a great story, the Phillies. Do I, I'll give you my predictions. Astros in five. But you never know. <laughs> the, the, the Astros are loaded. They are a loaded team. Verlander is just insane. And we all, we talked about that. I want to make this a baseball uh, thing. I we'll, think Bryce we'll, Harper is carrying that team. We'll hit that in the hard line because we, we got we got the bets coming up and stuff like that. So we'll, we'll talk about that. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, World Cup soccer. Uh, begins in November and will finish a week before Christmas in Qatar. So I guess the question is, will Americans actually watch? I mean, it's going to compete against the NFL's busy season. Uh, people will have to get up at four in the morning, Eastern time, 1 a.m. Pacific to watch. Uh, my guess is fans under 30 will watch a lot more than anybody else, thanks to FIFA and the EA Sports. What do you guys think? I'll go first. Here's your here's your here's your brackets. You guys should look at it. You mind John Hardline? I'll take there's your brackets, all right? Okay. First of all, yes, people will watch. I work graveyard at Chuck's Tavern, gentlemen. And in 2018, I didn't work graveyard, but I was at the other bar I was at. I got fish. I got people coming in at four in the morning to watch these. It's incredible. Let's run a promo. Great. Check out Group B. Okay. England, Iran, United States, and Wales. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you some watch out for Wales. Wales is loaded. Okay. I don't think we get out of that bracket. I hate to say that. So less people will watch. But the but the great the great bracket, and I'll let Daly go in is look at Group E. Spain yeah. and Germany are huge. These brackets are filled. Okay. Yeah. Group C, Brazil's always keep keep an eye on Cameroon. Cameroon's a small country in Africa and they always get to the 16th. Okay. Yeah. But the but the real, the real group you have to watch right now, okay, is group C. Argentina. Poland are loaded. Mexico is always a great team. These brackets, all most of these brackets, hardline have two teams that can advance to the 16 and and uh, and, and make it uh, really a, a dramatic. Group A sucks. They get Cotter. Cotter gets a team. Cotter, yeah. Ecuador, Senegal, and Netherlands. Us three could beat them. No. <laughs> I want to keep that up there while we talk. Go. I want to keep that up that, that up there while we talk. So go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Uh, hardline, I'm going to let you, let me jump in real quick. I'm picking Spain. So I, I agree with everything yeah. Fish said. I looked at the, I, I thought they created a lot of really good competitive uh, brackets there, but I'm going with Spain. For some reason, I'm just picking Spain and that means everybody bet against Spain. So go ahead, Hardline. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll just take France, uh, you know, other group D. Look, um, just to be honest, if you're an American, you're probably not watching this. Uh, and, and it's, if, you're probably not watching it one because of the time two because the USA men's team is, it just sucks. I'll just be really honest with you. Uh, if this was 2023 where the women are playing guarantee you probably people will watch this all over because they, they have a history of winning the men's team. They usually get bounced about the first or second round. So there's no real uh, skin in the game. It's to really watch them. Now, look, if, if I'm someone from a different country and I'm here now, then yeah, I'm going to watch it because you know, that's our national pastime. But I have no hope for us in Group B. Uh, England will probably wipe the floor with us, probably Wales as well. And then we'll just move on to the real people in the in the tournament. All right, cool. Ed, I know we're going to get it. We're going to talk a little politics afterwards. But to me, I, when I look at Qatar, I think this this tournament could be a flashpoint in 2022. You know, Qatar's a wealthy country, you know, oil and natural gas. Uh, they're run by a monarchy that controls everything. 
Right now, here's what's going on. They're allowing landlords to kick people who live there out of their apartments so that fans can have higher rate, can get in there for higher rates. Um, there's a lot of human rights violations that were going on before. A lot of people are howling that they even got it. I would just just watch this. If, if you don't know what Qatar is, go look up Qatar and, and see what's going on there. They're connected to Saudi Arabia. But I would watch this because I do think I do think there's going to be some interesting stuff outside the soccer stadiums that you're, you're going to watch. So take a look at that. All right. I think, Next I think people will watch, John, and, and the hard line because the MLS ratings here and most teams sell out. I watch the MLS playoffs are huge, huge. Yeah. They're, they're, they're expand. When, you're, when, when your league expands, then you know you're doing something. No, I mean, look, they're, they're doing something. I just don't think they're going to make it really past the first round. And look, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I believe in giving money to the winners until the United States men's team starts winning. Give it to the women. There you go. All right. I agree. Let's move on. College football is turning out a lot of superstars. But, Fish, I noticed when we kind of chatted about this before, you said you don't think the NIL uh, has has much to do with that. Explain that. Quinn Ewers is is a quarterback of of my Longhorns. He's one of the top guys who made a ton of money going to Ohio State, transferred because he got beat out by C.J. Stroud. He's now at my Longhorns. He's not having a great year. The guys that are having great years are the guys that don't. This kid – and I'm going to get long into this, okay? I'm telling you right now, and I'm going by Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper from ESPN. There's seven quarterbacks are going to go in the first two rounds of this draft. Here comes Hendon Hooker out of nowhere. Cam mm-hmm. Risling out of, U- out of Utah, out of yeah. nowhere. The kid, we talked about him, the kid at UCLA that went to Thompson, that went to Bishop Gorman, uh, coming out. Well, he didn't come out of nowhere. Caleb Williams out of USC, a lot of – these guys aren't NIL, all right? So is there going to be – I don't know what the backlash is. Do, do teams – did the players actually get jealous of these guys and say, how come they're making so much money? Uh, no, I don't know. But guess what? Guy, the, the guys that are just scholarship athletes that are that are playing at a very high level in college football right now is being played. Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee. Keep an eye on this guy. Absolutely. Hardline your thought. Uh, you know what? I think it just it goes back to even at the end of the day, it goes back to the university that you have the area that you're in. And I think it depends on who's really kind of sponsoring you. I mean, we're talking about seven quarterbacks going, but most of them are going from schools that are big names, except for uh, the gentleman out of Utah, you know, Utah outside of Alex Smith. But uh, I, I think that it has a somewhat effect because of the businesses around the area. I mean, look, you know, Caleb Williams and Jay and Addison chose USC for a reason. Look, as much as I love Lincoln Riley, I think he's a head, great head coach. I think that being in LA has something to do with it, especially the companies that you could get an NIL deal from. Uh, with that being said, do I think that overall it has an effect? No. Do I think your alumni um, sponsoring you has an effect? Yes. All right. All right, cool. All right, let's go to, it's time for fish memes. Fish, are you, I... Popping us this week with stuff? Uh, yeah, it- I, got, I got a lot of shit because I put uh, Kathy Ireland in a Mets uniform. So this is for all the women out here that that that, 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 that want to ovulate. All right. <laughs> this is Bon Jovi as a young guy at a softball tournament. Yeah. John Bon Jovi. So all you girls out there, get your jollies off. He still sounds great, looks great, something like that. That's 1987, but we all look better in 1987. I'm going with the, the you know, I, I, look, we're, we're, we are sex cells. And for some reason... Even though McDonald's is not a sponsor of the show, Hardline, look, these I, I always find these marquees, okay? This is McDonald's in Arkansas. 
Start your morning with the sausage in your butt a dollar. For you guys, for for the people that are on our Spotify's and Amazon's, check this. You got to get on the visual and check this out. That's cool. Check out the adult in your butt. Check out this adult bookstore in Las Vegas and check out the van. What's the van say? What can we do? What the van says on there? First Baptist Church Woodlawn. Good for them. That's my kind of church. (laughs) They're getting videos for twelve ninety five. Now, the church. What's happening? I'm going to go through something. I'm going to go through something right now. I'm going to embarrass Daly. Mm-hmm. Which one would you allow in your bedroom? How kinky are you? There's blindfolds, handcuffs, ankle cuffs, gag, vibrators, butt plugs, anal beads, camcorders, hot wax, whipped cream, ice, extra person, wow, duct tape, sex wing, rope, stripper pole, flogger, crop, and panel. I can tell you by just looking at Hardline and the way he's got that attire in the back, he's used a few. I will say I've never used any. Big one. Uh, I would say I've, I've never I'm used guess, any. I'm going to guess, guess that John Daly, of all those, has a camcorder in his bedroom. Because as he's having sex, he's watching himself on real TV 20 years ago. What do you think? Well, yeah, you know, and when you watch yourself perform, it's really good. I would add on the list sushi. I would like to have sushi in there. To me, that would be that would be the absolute perfect one. What do you what do you think, Hardline? You know, the the fact that you're watching yourself on real TV, (laughs) (laughs) like you're giving yourself a pep talk on a continuous loop. In a 1995 camcorder. Imagine that, Terry. Terry, oh my God, you're oh, you're so good. Oh, stop, stop. Look at this balloon race we did on real TV. (laughs) I love the extra person. So what it is is how many? It's it's a it's add your score. One through ten is playful. Eleven through twenty six is frisky. Forty seven to seventy one is wild. I'm in that one. And twenty seven to forty two is naughty. That's Kinky's got to be hardline. Seventy two ninety nine only because he's young. I love it. Love it. That's my memes, buddy. Sex goals. All right. Hey, folks, thanks for joining us here on Daily Fish. We talk sports, entertainment, politics, everything in between, just like you do. No woke, no extreme, no social justice cops here. You have a problem with us? Suck it up, folks. You have questions or comments? Drop them in the chat box. Otherwise, email us at dailyfish1 at gmail.com. All right. Now it's time for our schmuck of the week. Who's been a jerk this week, Fish? I don't have a I don't have a picture of this guy, even though I could because he's getting piled on so yeah. much. I won't even give his name, but his first name is Randy. Um, this guy was running for the Arizona College his District Governor. His <laughs> first name's Randy, and his last name uh, might be like. Remember the Raiders had a guy running back in Napoleon Kaufman. Maybe it's close to that. Maybe it is. Um, he's running for a a, a, a Randy Master. His name should what? be Randy Master. Randy Master. Okay. Be his name. He got caught. He got caught in his truck jerking off in front of a preschool. Okay. And he told the cop, quote, I fucked up. Please. You know, I don't have a problem with anybody masturbating. We all do. You say you don't out there, you're lying. Everyone's masturbated one time. You don't do it in your truck in front of a preschool if you're running for an electoral office. Okay. That's why you're, I don't want to pile on the guy because he's going through a lot in his family. You know, I mean, it's got, but there's got to be a better place to masturbate than in your truck. In front of a preschool. I'll say it again. Okay. That's why you're a schmuck. You guys agree? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's he couldn't have just found like a bathroom. He couldn't have found like anything else like that. That's where he had to. Yeah. I don't want to show his picture, but it's a shame. Really is. All right. All right. Now that's a schmuck of the week. So who's got the swag? Who are we toasting this week, Fish? 
There's a lot. John John sent me a a, a, a young 14 year old girl that that that's a cheerleader and plays football, and I thought that was great until I saw this story. And, and if you've ever surfed before, this is your hero right here. This is Bethany Hamilton. Bethany yeah. Hamilton. She she doesn't have an arm because she was bitten by a shark, and she's a pro surfer. And now, even though she lost her arm in a horrifying shark attack in 2003, she's an inspiration to the world. She's authored a new children's book aimed to get kids past their fears. The athlete's new work, Finley called Surfing Past Fear, dropped earlier this month, and it's about an otter named Olivia who faces her fears after she breaks her arm while surfing. Good for her. that you can face your fears, that you go out there and you look, you know, there, there's a chance you're, you're out in the ocean, there's a chance you're going to get bit by something, and now she's still doing it. Yeah, and she's still com surfing competitively. And, uh, yeah, so she's an inspiration, especially a lot of people in Hawaii. Go for it. I got another swag for you guys. I got. I wrote this guy's name down because he's a fucking hero, and I got to see what I do with him in my notes. His name is Amohaji. Okay, this is Amohaji. He just died, 94 years old. All right. Wow. He, he's 94 years old. You know what he's famous for, guys? He hasn't showered in 60 years. He lives in Iran. Okay. Wow. He ate, he ate roadkill and smoked pipes full of animal shit, and for 60 years he didn't shower because he feared that if you showered, you got diseases. He lived the entire life, never got sick. I mean, I'm not saying you don't shower and you have dirt on you, but why not? Wow. That's actually really cool. I'm sure somebody scientifically is going to take a look at that and see why. All right. Let's do our drink of the week. Who are we? What are we toasting with today, Fish? Well, it's called a shark bite. <laughs> I mean, too soon? Um, wow. I think she would, she would drink to this as well. Spice rum, blue curacao a simple syrup and lime juice and she would drink to it, you know, and, um, God bless her. I mean, you, know, you suffer an injury like that that takes you out of your sport and you still try and surf competitive and you use it as an inspiration for other people. So shark bite to Bethany Hamilton. The Bethany. Here we go. Yeah. Mm. This is actually a great drink. If you're, if you're going to be in the tropics or you're going to be Hawaii, great. It's a little bit on the sweet side, but it's actually, it's a great thing. Hey, can we do another toast? Would you mind to actor Leslie Jordan? He was, he was, he was yeah. a funny, nice man. He died yesterday in a car accident. You, you got to go back and watch him on Will and Grace. He, he played the role of Beverly. He was hysterical. I talked to him one time. Nicest man in the world. I had some friends who, who knew him. And just uh, people are really upset about it. So to Leslie Jordan, let's give a toast to Leslie. Thank you for being with us. Rest in peace. Uh, very good. Absolutely. Hey, the uh, Daily Fish Drink of the Week. Is sponsored by Shuck's Tavern. If you're in Vegas, great seafood and drinks in two locations. Head to Shuck's Tavern on North Durango on the northwest side of town where guess who's there? Fish is there overnight. You go in there, you say Daily Fish Podcast, you get a free drink. Do it the next day, you get a free appetizer. That's Shuck's Tavern. Check out Shuck's Tavern on Facebook. Plus, Shuck's also has The Last Man Standing. We're going to talk about that in a little bit as well. Again, this is Daily Fish. We're on Facebook at daily.fish.5. Subscribe there. Also, subscribe to us on YouTube. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Stitcher, and Amazon. Watch us on Facebook at Myrtle Beach Golf Channel, Myrtle Beach Grand Strand Life. You can check us out again on, as I said, YouTube before, but also Wingding TV. And also, go to our sites on uh, Facebook and Twitter. We have Daily Fish sites there where we post a lot of news, a lot of updates, what's going on. So go take a look at that. Go comment and Tell us how ridiculous and silly we are. All right, folks, let's get some bets from the Daily Fish Hardline. Again, he is John Hardison. He has the Cost of Winning podcast. 
focusing on fantasy sports and sports betting. He's on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. He's also with us all the time. But anyway, I just want to give you that extra intro there. Hardline, I'm going to start with World Series. We kind of touched on it. And, and, and Fish, you said Astros in five. I'm saying Astros in six. Hardline, give us your bet. What do you what do you bet on this? This is just such a hard matchup. Uh, I actually think that they play each other pretty well. Uh, it, it's it's this is the hardest thing if you're a Yankee fan or if you're a Dodger fan, which is do you root for the Astros because you like Dusty Baker and you want to finally see him get you know get that ring? Or do you just hope that the whole tower goes crashing down and and that the Phillies just, you know, have the swan song? Uh, as much, you know, at this point, I, I think that San Diego win, they didn't. I think maybe the Yankees will overcome it. At this point, it's a crapshoot. We might as well go with the best, you know, best pitching. Let's go with the Astros in six at this point. Shit. Wow, you're doing it too. Okay, all right. Wow, that's you know what? I, I I just want to see Dusty get the ring. He's been so good to people that are uh, are Bay Area fans. You know, for all the time that he was in San Francisco, and then all the time, you know, especially when he took over that job in in Houston. And I really thought that they were just going to make him a scapegoat. You know, make him a scapegoat. Say everything went downhill, and you know what? He's actually done a really good job managing down there, being a great skipper. And didn't he just? Um, he's like the third. What is he, the third manager in the history of baseball to win? Um, I forgot what it was. In, in, in both the NL and the, and the AL on both sides where nobody's really done it but, like, three managers. So, hopefully, you know what? He he pulls it off yep. this year. No. Yeah, I do, too. Plus, he, he he's, makes the only manager, he's the only manager in Major League Baseball <laughs> at his age to go 72 to 99 in kinky. All right? That, <laughs> hey, I'm, personally rooting, I'm personally rooting for the Phillies because Josh and Jeremy Burnett, the uh, father-son managers over at Shucks are big yeah. Phillies fans. And Philly oh. Eagles, Philly this, Philly, you know, everything Philly. So I got to root for that. Uh, I'm Bryce Harper, but, I, you know, I got to – you don't bet with your heart, you bet with your head. I agree no, with you. Absolutely, and I, I agree. I, I think it, I think it's going to be a great series. I don't have either team in it one way or another. Uh, I like Dusty Baker just because he makes wine, and he makes very good wine. So you should check out his winery out there. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Hardline, any prop bets you can uh, recommend? For the uh, you know what? I'm – I'm going to take uh, Bryce Harper over one and a half home runs. Surprisingly, it's a little bit low, I think, uh, especially because he's at eight this postseason. I don't know if it's just because the way that the stadium is down there in Houston that, that they're taking some away, but I like him over that. Uh, and you know what? I think Altuve kind of gets it going a little bit more. I have him over five and a half hits. Wow. Okay. All right, cool. All right, let's move on to the NFL. Uh, we got picks coming up here. Uh, Washington against Indy, who are you picking in that one, and what do you what do you see as the line? Uh, you know what? It's uh, I, you know, Sam Ellinger. I know he's got to try. I know that's Fish's boy. You know when he was at Texas, but <laughs> this year Indy has not been the same. It hasn't been the same team that when they had Carson Wentz and uh, and Jonathan Taylor was you know really making strides. I'm gonna go with Washington in this. I think Tyler Hankey is uh is is the better quarterback in this situation. Look, he, he beat Aaron Rodgers last week. I think maybe they get a little momentum going. I'll take Washington plus three at minus 110. G-Man versus one of the greatest stories in the league this year, props to Geno Smith and the Seahawks. Absolutely. Big game. Up in Seattle, Hardline. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you had asked me at the beginning of the season, would this be, you know, a somewhat marquee game? I would have told you you were out your mind. 
that Daniel Jones versus Geno <laughs> Smith would be a great game. But you know what? Look, right now they're they're both playing really well. Both their teams, you know, are, are, are really chugging along. Uh, you know, give credit to Brian Torson for saying maybe Gino won't be that bad. And so far, you know, he hasn't been the best, yeah. but he's been good enough. Uh, uh, I, I like the Giants. I like the defense. I like what uh, Brian DeBull has been doing with them. I think if they get Saquon Barkley really going, I think that the Giants have a really good shot at winning. I'll take the Giants plus three at minus 110. Um, but on the flip side, look, the Giants got to stop Kenneth Walker the third. We talked about him last year uh, as being one of the best players in college football. He led the lead, he led football in rushing last year. Uh, and surprisingly, you know, he wasn't a Heisman Trophy finalist in the top three. But now he's making a great statement as why, you know, a lot of teams screwed up. And now he's a Michigan State guy. Do you think that the uh, DK Metcalf injury, even though it's not a season-ending one, he's probably not going to play this week. Did that factor in for you at all? DK Metcalf wasn't there half the time. He had to go take a piss. So I'm okay. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, Cardinals and the and the Vikings. Uh, this is an interesting game. Uh, Vikings, again, we talked about this before, kind of a surprise team. Uh, I think they're five and one. And Cardinals just seem to be swimming all over the place without anything. What are you, Who are you taking and what are you betting? You know what? I'll take the Vikings on the money line on this. Uh the Cardinals would not surprise me if they did pull the upset. But here's the weirdest thing. So Kirk Cousins has like nine touchdowns and five interceptions. But Kyler Murray's like top five in being sacked this season. So it, it's hard to bet on Kyler Murray when he's taking a bunch of hits. And, and look, with, with, you know, Kirk Cousins, you know, as I've done with COVID Cousins, he's got Justin Jefferson. He's got Adam Thielen. He's got Delvin Cook. Um He's got the weapons to get it done, and I think that he, especially because they're at home, I think he finds a way to get it done. Thank God the game's not in prime time. Otherwise, otherwise I go with the Cardinals. Okay, let's go to the last man standing that we talked about before from Chuck's Tavern and Fish. Uh, Daily Fish, we survived another week. You recommended the Raiders this week. Great move. I went along with you, as I always do. And uh, Hardline, what are you looking at as far as last man standing? Uh, so for this last man standing, there, there's a lot of teams. If you haven't picked Buffalo yet, I would take Buffalo. I think this is an easy game. Buffalo wins. Uh, I, I just don't think that the Packers have anything to match up with them. Uh, and if you have already taken Buffalo already, this this is the one I'm kind of on the fence about. I'd probably take the Atlanta Falcons. I, I think the Falcons get the win over the over the uh, Carolina Panthers. All right, Fish, what do you think? Week eight, eight gentlemen. Daily and hard. Week eight, I've never in all the 26 years I've done this, there's only 10 people alive. We're one of them, you and I, well, right? Only two without a loss, which is huge. We're, we're in this yeah. thing. Yeah. I love, and we could take this, Daily, just keep in mind. I love Philly at home over Pittsburgh. This That's another one I like yeah. hardline a lot. I don't, Pittsburgh doesn't, that, that kid's throwing picks left and right. So I like that one. But I, if you look at some of that, not, I might put, I might take a picture of the board and put it on next week and see what people could, what, you know what? What's what's transpired so far? It's crazy. It's just every week. We had we had thirteen people left, but everyone took New England. The three people out took New England last night. Got their ass kicked by the Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. All right. And you know Come. what, Fish? Uh, congratulations on the Raiders, man. I I really thought Houston was going to cover that plus seven, and up into the third quarter, I was like, yeah, it's going about the way that I th- they see it going. But you know, you you broke it off in in the fourth quarter, and. Uh, you know, give a lot of credit, not only to Josh Jacobs, we've been singing his praise, 
the last few weeks. But that offensive line, that offensive line has been making gashes for Josh yeah. Jacobs to go. And he broke uh, Marcus Allen's record, did he not? Yeah, he, he, yeah. he did. And keep an eye on this. I don't want to get too much into this, but we'll go. But the trading deadline's a week from today, right now. Almost yeah. about noon. So um, if there's any breaking news, Daily will come on. But I think there's going to be some trade, big trades in the NFL the next week. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised. We've already seen uh, – we saw one. We saw one running back go – I'm drawing a blank on it now. But anyway. James, James Robinson James Robinson yeah. went from Jacksonville to the Jets because Brees Hall yeah. – wow, yeah. what a shame. Out for the season. Yeah. That was a rookie CMC of the year. as well. Yeah. Say again? CMC as well. Went to the Niners. Yeah, huge. Yeah. 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 That was earlier in the week. Yeah. All right. College football, uh, Ole Miss, Texas A&M. Who are you picking? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Ole Miss at uh, minus 140. They need this win to keep pace with Alabama. That yeah. Alabama loss really makes a big change now uh, on that side of the division. And, you know, if Ole Miss keeps track, they've got a meeting with each other in a few weeks. Whoever wins that game is going to go to the SEC championship game. And so that second loss, you know, if Alabama hits it, could make a huge difference. And you know what? It could be uh, Ole Miss versus Georgia, depending on how this situation goes. The SEC is so loaded daily that LSU is playing phenomenal ball. It blew to beat the crap out of Ole Miss last week, right? Yeah. If, they, if, if there's going to be a two-loss team finally that makes the playoffs, that's my prediction. Illinois and Nebraska in a game that only Illinois fans and Nebraska fans care about. Um, <laughs> give it to give me the skinny kid. Uh, you know what? Illinois is, has quietly been a good team this year, and that's not, yeah. that's something that I normally don't say. Uh, they've been a very good team this year. Uh, they're riding high on the other side of the bracket in terms of the Big Ten. They could make a Big Ten championship game because they're running that side of the gambit. Uh, you know, they beat Iowa. They beat Minnesota. They're looking good. If they beat Nebraska, you know, I got them at minus 295. They could be on their way to a trip to the Big Ten championship game. I think it would be their very first Big Ten championship game that they've ever been to. So this is a big game for Illinois. And so so who are you taking again? I'm taking Illinois. I'm taking Illinois. Nebraska and Illinois have played each other somewhat close the last few years, but I think mm -hmm. Illinois gets the win this year. Okay. All right. Cool. And then we've got San Jose State playing the Wolfpack in Nevada. Who are you picking in that one? Uh, you know what? San Jose State's actually been good this year. Uh, they've been they've been really, really good in the Mountain West. Uh, but I'm taking Nevada. For some reason, Nevada and them play each other very well, very close. Um, it's never really a blowout between the two of them. I think Nevada covers a 24 and a half, and that's a lot of points to spot them. I think San Jose wow. State is the better team, but I think Nevada makes it close. There, there's just a couple teams Nevada plays very well. So 24 and a half points as far as – the spread, or is that the overall points? That's the that's the spread. They're giving Nevada wow. 24 and a half points against San Jose. Wow. Wow, that's a lot. Okay. All right. Let's uh, move on to some political prop bets with the non-presidential elections coming up in two weeks. Let's start with the most controversial that has a sports connection. What are the numbers you're seeing, Hardline, with the Herschel Walker, Raphael Warnock Senate race in Georgia? What would you pick if so you have the bet? So I'm going to go with Warnock. I think that Walker hurt himself tremendously during the debates. Um, you know, look, when you become a meme, it's not a great situation for your political campaign. Uh, and, and Warnock's got a lot of money that he's, he's still got to use that he uh, had during that runoff. I think that Warnock pulls away a little bit more. Uh, and I think Warnock ends up getting the win down in Georgia. All right. Go for it, Fish. You keep going. I refuse to talk politics. You refuse to. Okay. Uh, Texas governor race. 
Uh, Greg Abbott, uh, the sitting governor, and Beto O'Rourke. What are you looking at that one? Well, Beto O'Rourke, he's making headway. He's he's trying to close that gap, but uh, it, it's a hard one. I mean, look, it's Abbott, it's Texas. You know, they usually go red. Uh, I think he'll make it a close race, but right now I think Abbott's going to end up pulling away with that governorship race down in Texas. Yep, I think I agree with you on that one. And in Florida, the Senate race with Marco Rubio and Val Demings. Uh, you know, interesting debate between the both of them. Uh, you know, Rubio left a lot of questions on the table, didn't really fill in a lot of blanks uh, except for certain things in terms of Russia and uh, Ukraine. Uh, as much as Demings is trying, look, I, I just think that Florida is Florida. It's very similar to Texas. Uh, it's going to stay red. I see Rubio winning this um, again. And even in Texas, I don't even think the last, what was the last Democrat in the 90s for Texas to win a governorship? Oh, so yeah. I think oh, yeah. early 90s. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, I just think it's going to stay red. I think Rubio wins wins his election. I agree with you. I think Val Demings may be the if, if Biden does run, I think she's going to be the vice presidential candidate. That's my guess. If I had to, if I had to pick, even if she doesn't win that race. So anyway, we're going to do more next week on other elections, including the races in Nevada. Uh, and next week will be one week away from election day. All right. And that is the Daily Fish Hardlines with John Hardison, the cost of winning podcast. You can find him here with us all the time, but he's also on Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts. Hardlines, stick around as we get into some more controversy for you as well. But first, I'm going to tell you about one of our sponsors here. It's called the One Glove. If you notice here, I got the One Glove on. This has really helped my golf game unbelievably. Get a grip on your game. It's revolutionary new glove. Uh, if you notice the finger... It covers Fish's favorite finger. You get a better feel for the grip, plus you don't have to take it off when you're chipping and putting. You can wash it. It lasts three times longer than a regular glove. Women golfers absolutely love it because they can wear their rings. doesn't hurt their nails. If you want to get this, go to this website, theoneglove.com, and you put in the code DAILYFISH, you're going to get a deal on it. That's theoneglove.com, promo code DAILYFISH. Yes, sir. I think that Handy Randy down in Arizona might have been caught you having one of those gloves on when he was doing his, you know, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know if they're a sponsor of us, John. You put that in. I, I, don't, I don't see a dime from it. So Well, not yet. Why, that's why we're doing it. That's why we're pushing it. That's why we're getting companies like this that want to be a part of us. So, yeah. Give, them, give me money. Give me Absolutely. money. Give it's us money, baby. Yes, we want. Yeah, I got to have a, I have to have a set that looks like this handsome fucker down here. All right, I want that piano. Yeah, no. That's what we got to have. We're all, three, we're all three of us are at the same place at the same time. Absolutely. All right, let's go into a little bit of politics, a little bit of controversy here. Um, some uh, breaking news. Brittany Griner's appeal is refused by the Russian court. Um, I think we all kind of expected it. Fish, give me give me your take on that. Heartbreaking. I mean, she, they, they gave her time served. So now she has eight years. I don't understand. What I, here's what I do understand. And what I've learned, if you go to another country, learn their laws. That's the only advice I can give anybody, because what she did is a $50 fucking fine in America. All right. But there's different rules in Senegal. There's different rules in Saudi Arabia, in Russia, in England, where you go learn the laws. The problem is because of the Ukraine war, they're not willing to negotiate with us. They're using her as a pawn. And what mm -hmm. they want, they want people that we have that have killed 17 or 20 people. All right. And I think I, I have a funny feeling. When we hit the, 
I think Biden is going to give in and do that. And it's going to piss a lot of people off. But the girl does not deserve to be there. It's insane. But we as Americans have to learn this is their policies. And she's stuck. Talk about being in the wrong place at the wrong time. I Hardline? No, I, I mean, I, abs- I absolutely agree. I mean, look, I've had this conversation with a, a number of individuals. And I've said this again. People will tell me all the time, well, you know, in America, this wouldn't be a big thing. Well, she wasn't in America. But she's in Russia. The things that they do in Russia are different. The policies that they have in Russia are different. And so, look, you know, they tried to get her doctor to write what she needed it. That works in America, but it doesn't work in Russia. And dealing with Russia and their government is not the easiest government to deal with. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, if she had gotten paid here, more money, she wouldn't have had to go there. Look, there's a lot of people that play in the WNBA that go over there and play, but they make it back. They don't carry cannabis, even if it's oil. There's different laws in different places. And I'll use the example of the boys uh, from UCLA, uh, the ball brother and his his friends that stole the item from uh, the store in China. And they were going to hold them for 20 to 30 years. And Trump had to go over there and try to smooth things over. You know, it's it's not the same. It's different policies. And look, Fish, you're right. Learn the customs when you go to a different country because it's different. Is it unfortunate? Is it sad? Yes. Is it sad to see oh. uh, one of our own over there locked up? Yes. Is she the only one? No, because there's somebody else that's been locked over there as well that we're trying to get back at the same point of getting her. But this is a political chess move, and it's not going to end anytime soon. And this is my thing, too. I agree with you guys, but I'll add to this. Know what's going on in the news. I mean, to be over there knowing that, you know, we had enough intelligence. And, you know, I think they bombed Ukraine the first time was in February. But we knew in December we were talking about it. Biden had warned people. The State Department had warned everybody about it. So they knew that. So know wherever you're going, know what the news is that's going on there if it's dangerous. For instance, I wouldn't go to Mexico right now. I don't think Mexico is a good place to go right now. There's a lot of armed gangs down there. I have some friends that are going to Nicaragua. And I said, let me think a little bit. And and you know what? Nicaragua is trying to get people to come there. So they've really, even though they're the Sandinistas still run by it, they're really trying to make it so that people come there and have a good time and they're safe. So it's uh, it, it's it's just a different thing. I would say just make sure you're following the news and where you're going, and make sure you do that. Go for it, Fish. John, John, is it true? You would, is it true that the United States government told her to leave? I don't that's know true? if that's true or not. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. Did they say get out of there? Because they knew in December, get the hell out of there because you know this could be. My guess, and- my guess is they probably had a warning that they probably put that warning out there, and there's. There's a lot of warnings in a lot of different countries that that the State Department issues. So yeah. it, it could be. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you go on the State Department's website or you go to the uh, the consulate's websites on these different countries, they'll tell you based off of the scale, like what's the level of threat? And, and if you should go there, if you should avoid it, should you be there because of political upheaval? I mean, look, you know, even if you go look at Venezuela, there's a reason why they're telling Americans don't go to Venezuela. Yeah. And I would go go to a State Department website because the State Department website has all the warnings there and it gives you different colors for, you know, like red, don't go orange, eh, maybe, you know, and they'll they'll notify you on it. Okay, we got about five minutes left here. Uh, Other breaking news. um, Kanye's comments about the Jews has cost him a huge deal with Adidas. Adidas uh, was under fire for not reacting right away. And if you remember, there's a lot of tax on them, too, because Adidas was a big part of Hitler's Third Reich. So, Fish, go ahead. Give me give me your reaction on, on, well, on this whole thing with Kanye. Yeah. Adidas or Adidas? 
Well, Adidas is how they pronounce it over there, so I'm just kind of giving them that. Absolutely point. right. He's that. That's the way it should be. Um, I've never sat in your shoes. I'd like to. I've never sat in Hardline shoes. Okay, Hardline's got a different background than everyone else. But this is what I learned growing up: that racism is ignorance and anger, and it's taught. You put five kids in a sandbox at five: a Chinese kid, a black kid, a white kid, a kid from India, and a Mexican kid. All they care about is how to build a sandcastle and who's at the toys. It's learned. I don't. I don't think if you're in a pub, if you're a public figure, you gotta be careful what what you say, and it can hurt people. And racism should never be tolerated by anyone. And when he says things like, "I'm gonna go DefCon three on the Jews," you know what Israel said? Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on, Kanye. We'll erase you. Okay. Yeah. Watch what you say because you could hurt people. Okay. John Hardison is one of my better friends in life. I love this kid. I would take a bullet for both of you guys. But I guarantee his blood is red, and he puts his pants on the same way you and I do. Just be careful what you say, because you could hurt people, all right? John Gruden lost his job as an NFL coach because he had hate, misogynist, and racist remarks in an email. You learned a lot about this guy's personality. When are we ever going to get over this? Are we, are we that stupid as humans, like Freud said? that we have to look at someone and not like them because of their color? Is it that fucking, is, is, is it, that's a definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Be careful. You're right. It's a sickness. Go, go ahead, Hardline. No, it's, it's a sickness, you know, especially because of in, you know, his mental health issues that there is. Uh, is it surprising? No. Do I think Adidas made the right decision? Yes. There is a lot going on with him right now. There's comments that he's made beforehand that have led up to this, uh, whether it is slavery was a choice, George Floyd died of fentanyl, um, you know, uh, siding with the Trump administration with a lot of different things. And, and look, I'm calling out Jim Brown, too, for sitting with him during those during those meetings as well. Uh, this has been a building block of something that's coming. Uh, I hope that he gets help. I hope that there's somebody that will reach out to him and talk to him about his ignorant statements. Uh, there are things that he needs help with. I don't know if he can ever, I believe he can get the help. Is he willing to accept it? I don't know. But I think that it was something that needed to happen. I know that there's other companies, especially CAA, that has cut ties with him, Chase Bank, and uh, a plethora of other companies as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, wait, I, I want to I do an addendum to that. You know, I, I, the whole thing's about racism, and I don't understand how... You, I don't. I understand it's out there, but you can't. You look at. You just don't like someone because of. Again, this just sounds so general, but it's just so crazy. You look at someone by the color of their skin. You don't like them. You nothing. Know nothing about that person. All right. If you come into my bar, you know nothing about me, but you don't like me because I have, I think a certain way or look a certain way. It's crazy. How do we ever get over that? How do we teach the kids? Again, it goes back to this daily. Kids don't aren't born racist. It's what they see from their parents or hear. Or their or their social uh, the people they hang out with and how you act like that is how do we ever get over that hardline, you know? I've been the victim of probably racism. How do you get over absolutely. that? How do you not? How do you get over that anger and that ignorance? How do we as society get over that? And do we ever get over that? Because it's been around for centuries. Do I think that you ever get over it? Hopefully, possibly one day. I mean, that's that's the the kind of rainbow idea. But I think it's taking. Um, taking a checklist of yourself and asking to do is what you believe wrong. Uh, is there evidence to prove what you're believing is wrong? 
And with that being said, are you willing to make the changes in your life to be not only a better person, but to change the way that you're thinking? And I think that has taking self inventory is a very difficult thing. I think, you know, look, there's a million one self help books out there for a reason. It's owning that what you think and, w- and who you're around may be wrong. And it may be family members that you're, that have a thought, wrong belief. It may be yourself. It may be the people that you're around and breaking those ties and, and admitting to yourself, look, what I used to believe was wrong because I got there. You know, one of my favorite movies, and I always say it because it's one of my favorite actors, is American History X. And you go from the idea of him being a neo-Nazi and believing all these things that his his father taught him. And, and these people that were his father figures teaching him this. And then he gets into a situation like prison where the rules are different. The rules are different from outside than versus where it is in here. And now he's learning, you know, oh, well, you're, you're not really, you know, a, a Nazi because you believe this. And they're like, the rules are different. And him having to learn what I knew out here in the world does not really apply. And it actually is wrong. And the person that comes to his aid actually doesn't look like him. Now he's building a rapport. Now he's thinking for himself, was what I taught wrong? And if it is wrong, are the people that I'm dealing with wrong? And can I even still associate with them? And if the answer is no, then you got to cut that off. And look, it's hard. It's hard to cut off maybe grandma, grandpa, or brother and sister that has racist ideas. But you got to think if you got kids, is that somebody that you want for the next 60, 70 years spewing that hate? Yeah. And things are things are okay. changing dramatically uh, in the world as far as you know demographics, technology, and well people are, are frightened to death of it. And what do they do? They turn towards their their prejudice. So you've got you know they don't look like and, us. and, and the media the media is horrible. The media is horrible. You know, and sometimes I won't mention names, but the media could really, really, really string it and 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 push things agendas and. Nah. Yep. All right. Hey, folks, we are Daily Fish coming to you from Vegas and Myrtle Beach. We hit entertainment, sports and politics, as you've just heard. Please check us out. we got a lot of channels. You can check us out on Spotify, um, Apple, iHeart, Stitcher and Amazon. And you can use all those channels to hear some of our interview chats. You can also write to us at dailyfish1 at gmail.com. All right, guys, almost done here. So um, you guys going to be watching the World Series come Friday. And what are you going to do Saturday in between that and the college football? I'm going to go first. It's, yeah, it's a week of the field. It's a week of the field. You want to go first? Hold on. I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm watching no, everything. Watching everything. How does this work out, Daly? If the World Series goes seven games, the Thursday they don't have a game, the Philadelphia Eagles are playing on Thursday night football against wow. the Texans. So it's a Philly world we live in right now. I watch everything. I, you know, and, and, and again, shout out to, to PJ Walker and, and Taylor Heineke, two guys that I watch in the XFL. So I love spring football. And they're really, they, PJ Walker, I'm a big success story. We should, I, I once had him as swag years of that in our first year doing the show. You know, yeah. everyone deserves a second chance. So yeah, I'm watching everything. What about you, Harvine? Uh, I'll be watching it. Uh, you know, look, college football is college football. It dominates Saturday. Uh, I, I'm interested to see kind of what the first game looks like. I'm interested to see if the bats are going to be cracking in game one or if people are going to take a more conservative approach and kind of just feel each other out like boxers in the first two rounds. Uh, but I, I'm excited for a weekend full of sports. You know, it's going from Friday to Monday, uh, especially Monday being Halloween as well. So there's a lot of parties, a lot of things going on. So definitely a busy weekend. Yep. I'm the same way too. I'm going to actually get some uh, vaccination shots on Thursday so that if I'm not feeling good, I'm just going to stay in and watch the games all weekend long. And, uh, and everyone you know, watch. watch the world series. It needs you. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be compelling. And I agree. A little nervous. I'm a little nervous real quickly at 30 seconds. 
The World Series game three is going up against Green Bay and Buffalo, two of the marquee mm-hmm. quarterbacks. So let's hope it's not a two nothing lead. But those cities, Philly and Houston, will watch the World Series, and um, it's be great. All right, guys. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. Love you. Thank nice you. job. Love you.